0: Hello, I'm the Pink Phantom. Welcome to my podcast, where we will go deep into the lair of the purple worm instead of down into the rabbit hole. Where we'll voyage into the astral realm of my mind and explore the verse of nerd culture. This is Phantom Thoughts. Alright, this is probably going to be a fairly short episode. Uh, No call-ins this time around. Uh, I don't have a Denizen of the North uh, entry this time uh initially i would come up with about five and i said i'll do that for december but i've come up with some ideas for a few more and i know that joe over at hindsight let said that he liked them and so i'm probably going to try to throw a few more in there after i get a few of them written out a little better so they'll come off a little better than me just coming off the cuff because you know i tend to ramble uh one thing i do want to say at the beginning here is my previous episode 33. I initially uploaded the audio from 32. Thank you again to Joe from Hindsightless Podcast for letting me know that. And uh, but that has been corrected. So if you if you downloaded or your 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 audio program auto-downloaded that podcast and you got old the old version uh episode 32 all over again, there is a new episode 32 up that has different content, if you're interested in going back and listening to that. So in this episode, uh, initially I was going to talk about uh, some things about Dungeon 23, uh, because we are in the start of 2023 now, and the idea of making Mega Dungeon one room at a time, one day every, every, one, one room every day, one level every month. It's an ongoing thing. And I've been watching, seeing a lot of Twitter about it, reading some blog posts, watching some YouTube videos. I was watching a video by Daniel Norton of Bandits Keep Media Empire. Uh, He has YouTube. He has uh, a podcast. He has a blog. He has actually multiple YouTube channels now. I believe he's got an actual play channel. I think he was going to start another one about monsters and treasure. I haven't checked that out yet. Sounds interesting. Daniel's an interesting guy. I'll uh, put some links in the in the show notes to to get you all his information. But he was talking about uh, mega dungeons in general, and he he mentioned the Hickman Manifesto, which was a a style of gaming, I, an idea about a gaming a style of producing adventures that had four tenets to it, and one of them was that there should be a story tied in with the setting. And he disagreed with that because that's really, that kind of, for a lot of old school OSR type players, saying there's a story tied to the setting is very close to railroading. It's like you're, you're going to get to, here's you're going to start at point A and you're going to get to point B, and there may be some meanderings in between, but you're going to get there. And that's kind of an old school play. That's kind of a uh, no. The players are going to decide how the story goes. And another YouTuber, uh, I think, I think I've, met, I i do not know if I mentioned him before or not. Uh, his name is Steven. His uh, YouTube channel is Purple Druid Presents Wargaming and Culture. Uh, he had a sort of response video because he 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 watched it and uh, he agreed with with Daniel on that point that it shouldn't be a story. And, but part of his response was, but a mega dungeon should have a history. And that, that really in his, if you, if you sit, when you see some of his material about role playing and stuff, you'll see that falls into a lot about the, the world, like the campaign world should have a history because that's going to, that's going to give it movement. That's going to give it, you know, some depth to the factions that exist and the, the, the creatures and, and, NPCs that exist, so that they have their own kind of agenda and they kind of do their own thing, which also ties into something that Taylor from the Clerksware Ringmail podcast said in one of his recent podcasts about talking about plot and not having plot in adventures. About instead of having plot, he has a living world that it's in it's in motion and there are you know their things happening on a local level, on a national level, on a world level. And if the players choose to get involved, they can and they can affect those things, or they can choose to let them happen, or they can choose to let them go on their own, in which case things may happen that affect the PCs down the line. And so this whole notion of story and history and in my in my the way my brain works, it also tied into the notion of backstory, which in old school style play having extensive backstory for your characters is just not something you do. It's not it's considered, It's. I think in a lot of ways it's more or less considered the players treading on the DM's side of, of, of the game, where the players are trying to essentially install a plot, which is kind of an anti-old-school idea. If you ask a lot of old-school players, they're trying to install a plot through their backstory because, you know, they're a lost prince or they're, they're, you know, a secret child of a god or they're or they're involved somehow in the world to a greater extent than just here's an adventure going on adventure, which is what most of the old school style gamers tend to play is here are these adventurers, they're going out on adventures. They're whether they're raiding dungeons or challenging gods or whatever they're doing. But there's not some extensive backstory that ties them in to the world. And I think all of this being for essentially a backstory for the world, but against an extensive backstory for player characters, I think it kind of, no, kind of. I think to me it shows the kind of the difference between an old school style play and a newer school style of play, in that it's how the players are going to affect the world. And in old-school style play, the players are going to affect the world through the actions of the player characters. And in many cases, they will have multiple characters. Because of the way old-school games work, sometimes you'll have player characters that are they're off training or they're traveling or something, and they're not available for current adventures. So there's another character or another group of characters that players play in the meantime. What in the video gaming world is often referred to as alts. They have they have characters and they have alts, and maybe they one characters are their main characters, and the others are just the characters they play when the main characters aren't available. I'm getting well off track here. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is in a, in old school style. There's a lot of talk about player skill, how to use the resources the player has versus the characters have versus the what the character is. And yes, what the character is is going to include some resources. Spellcasters are going to have their spells. Uh there'll be a few special abilities here and there for other, you know, thieves thieves have thief skills. Uh, you know, paladins have their own powers that make them a little stronger than some other characters, which is why they also have ability score. Minimums that had to be met because that makes it tough to be a paladin, but it's not about it's about tactical thinking, strategic thinking, using what you have in creative ways, looking to get around obstacles rather than just go straight through them. all these different ways of doing finding different ways of of overcoming challenges in a newer school style play. the way the Players affect because it, it, they tend to be more one character that you're going to carry through an entire campaign, and and that's it. There's not basically you're not usually playing a lot of characters in a newer school style of play. The way the players affect the world then is through creative through collaborative world building, and there are some more modern style. DMs and DM advice and even games that encourage the players being included in the world building aspect before the campaign even starts, which can lead to the more extensive backstories and can lead to the backstories having hooks for the DM for the GM to use versus the GM just offering plot hooks for players to go after with their characters. So that's what it looks like to me. It looks to me like this is kind of a good definition of what separates old school play. Old school play is about there's a world, it's out there, it's moving in lots of different ways. There are nefarious groups, there are groups that are working for the good of the people or the world. There are people who are out there just looking for selfish means and the characters are in the middle of this world and they they can freely choose the path they want, but you know who the, where they came from is probably not going to affect what happens. It's it's from the character creation point on that characters are relevant and not anything before. With a newer school style, players may have more input into what the campaign is going to be before it starts. They may help for example they may help choose an adventure path i want to play this adventure path from Paizo or from wizards of the coast or from whoever and so they ha- and so they and they work their character and their the dm the gm works with them to work their character into the setting so that there are natural hooks for that character through the adventure uh and The character has more impact from the beginning. And the player has more impact from the beginning. In the end, both styles of play, the characters can have great effect on the world. But one of them, the world is the DM's purview. And the other one, it's more of a shared experience. In terms of world building. So that's my take on it. What do you guys think? Let me know. Like I said, this is short. See y'all next time. And that's going to do it for another episode of Phantom Thoughts. If you have any feedback you'd like to leave, you can contact me by leaving a voice message at anchor.fm slash the-pink-phantom. Or you can send an email to thepinkphantom1 at gmail.com. Or you can contact me on Twitter at thepinkphantom. The music in this episode was Strength of the Titans and Late Night Radio by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license from creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 4.0.